Hi everyone and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. I'm Jace and I'm here with uh, my fabulous co-host Pip. Hi Pip. Hello, you didn't sound sure then. <laughs> I didn't sound okay? sure. It's always you. Yeah, I'm well, thank you. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm all good, thank you. Good to be back. It's nice to see you. And I see you too back from your fabulous holiday. Uh, yeah, I had a really nice uh, couple of weeks off, but I will I'll, um, fill you in on on all of that to come. Um, because we also have a very exciting guest with us today. Um, so welcome, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Pip. Hi, Jason. Hiya. Hello. Um, so Sharon is one of our WW coaches. Um, Sharon has actually been with WW um, since 1999. How impressive is that? I love that. Um, so Sharon, can you give us just a little bit of background um, about your time as a coach so far? Yeah, thanks, Pip. Yeah, 1999. In some ways, it feels kind of as if I've just been here a couple of years, but it is. And my 23rd year as a coach. Um, And, you know, for 21 years, I ran between three to five uh, physical workshops a week. But since um, December 2020, um, I've been running two virtual workshops, kind of the impact of COVID and the change to the business um, has meant that these last two years have been very different in the coaching world for me. But absolutely love the world of uh, WW, hence being around for so long. You must have seen the business go through so many changes uh, in that time, though. So it's it's really great that you're you know still with us coaching um, and still following the same you know the same ethos. And like as you say, you're, you're still a big um, supporter of the brand, which is great. Um, so I'm really intrigued into how you found the um, shift from the physical to the virtual workshops back in 2020. Yeah, so, you know, as you'll be aware, that kind of March 2020 hit and, you know, I remember running my last physical workshop, uh, it was a Sunday morning, um, and there was all of this news around COVID and a potential lockdown and none of us could really imagine what that meant. By the Thursday, I was running one of the first um, national um, virtual workshops and I was terrified I was absolutely terrified it was you know for for 20 odd years I'd been in in a real comfort zone of running workshops in front of people standing up and speaking in front of people but suddenly I was you know had to use new technology engage uh, members through um, you know a laptop it just was a, 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 just another world but what I soon became um, clear to me was I loved it and I really loved it because it helped me manage uh, my home and work life much easier. Um, so I was able to still get that same buzz that I feel when I'm, you know, I'm coaching people, you know, watching people grow through empowerment, meeting different people across the UK, which I'd never been able to do before, seeing people achieve. All of those little things still were there, but I was able to manage my full-time job, my WW job, and I also live with neurological disabilities. And COVID and neurological disabilities was a real um, worrying time for me, so I kept myself safe as well during that time. Well, that's fascinating, Sharon. It's it's so, so nice to hear that that huge shift in how we conduct our lives, whilst obviously innumerable negative impacts, has also had really positive impacts for people yeah. as well. Particularly, I think, around work-life balance for a lot of people. 
hugely, hugely positive for me. You know, it was obviously COVID and the, and the negative impacts, you know, it's never, you know, I never, you know, I never underestimate the negative impacts that COVID had both on individuals, uh, on our country as a whole and on our business. But the the real positive was for me was that I'm able to continue to do the job of being a WW coach, the job I really, really love, whilst um, also, you know, living with, uh, you know, often quite debilitating neurological symptoms. So in, in July 2020, I had my second uh, brain surgery. So I had a first brain surgery in 2018, and, and it took me a long time to recover from that. And it took me a year to, to, you know, to learn to balance again, learn to walk again. So I missed quite a lot of um, coaching in, in that time. I missed a lot of work, uh, work. Whereas my recovery after 2020, because I was working from home, because I could sit down and, you know, and engage through the technology, I was actually only off eight weeks um, from WW wow. after my brain surgery. Wow. So, um, and I was able to connect with people and, and, and you know, and, the, the power of connecting with people in recovering from such a significant operation is, 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 is you know, is wonderful. It's better than any medicine I could ever take um, belonging to a oh, WWE community. I love that. Well, as you say, it's amazing that you could stay connected to so many people and that we could also be there for members as well, right? Because everyone was going through all sorts of challenges. Yeah. So to be able to you know, be able to reach people um, through virtual workshops. And we've spoken about Connect before and all the wonderful features on our app um, that support all our members as well. Um, that is definitely something that's really special about the WW membership. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure members will be thrilled to know that more and more workshops uh, are coming back as well. We're still we're still building back up again. Um, so keep keep looking out for where new workshops are opening because we know that members love the physical workshops as well. Um, so just keep an eye on the workshop finder on the website because there are always more opening up. Um, but like you say, I think the virtual workshops have been incredible and it's it's just such a good resource to have so that at any point people can find support when they need it. They're never going to be struggling uh, on their own. Yeah. So um, it's crucial. Yeah, I think people, I think that's exactly it. You know, I, I loved running studio workshops and I still attend a studio workshop as a member, um, as do a lot of the members who attend the virtual workshops. And I think it's that combination of that, you know, that accountability at the scales, um, that ability to meet as a community in a physical space, but that ability to dip into the virtual world whenever a member feels a need. And often, you know, seven days is a long time in a WW world. If we if we are struggling as a member, if we are struggling, you know, to stay on track, if things are going, um, you know, not going to plan. So the ability to to dip into our app, dip into the Connect community. Uh, you know, to intend, attend one of our enhanced experiences, as well as our, you know, many, many virtual workshops that run. It's just, you know, it's it's everything that the WW membership gives us. And for me, that's what I'm really proud of as a WW coach, because we went from, um, you know, studio workshops with a with an app that, you know, was, was fabulous to studio virtual enhanced experience, an app and a connect group that's just gone, you know, to the, you know, to excellent brilliant um for me and for members yeah. yeah i remember that weekend of um just as covid was was kicking in of spending it setting up so many different zoom rooms and zoom workshops and everything and uh, to get everything stood up over the course of a weekend um to keep everyone supported and in the loop but i'm really interested to hear from you from a coach point of view how that how you find that connection 
between members on a virtual workshop, um, not necessarily as opposed to a physical workshop, but how do you find that connection goes? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it, I, I was worried. I think one of the things that's kept me in the job for as long as it has um, or kept me, you know, true to the WW brand was at the, co- the core of WW was is always been about helping, you know, members to develop those healthy habits, um, you know, very much around those coaching conversations, that engagement. And when we went from the studio workshop to the virtual workshop, I did wonder if I'd be able to gain that connection, that same feeling. And, you know, it, for me, it is about those conversations. It's the questions we ask. It's the getting to know the members. It's finding out about um, members. And, and we can do that because in the virtual workshops, we create safe spaces like we do in the physical workshops. We create those space, safe spaces where people can, can share things. You know, we have a bit of, we have a saying that you'll never sit in another room. Um, with as many people who, you know, who, who understand some of the things that we do on our WW journeys. Um, and yeah, in the, in the virtual world, I haven't met, you know, maybe, maybe five or six of the people that are, who attend the, the workshops that I run on a regular basis. I've met on a face to face experience, but I really feel as if I know them. And I think connect has a lot to do with that. We, as coaches, we have coach connect groups. Um, and they're a real great source of connection, of community, of finding out, of asking the right questions uh, and staying, you know, staying true to the WW brand, brand, helping people to develop healthy habits through those coaching conversations. Mm. It's it's such a powerful resource, Connect. But for, for me, it's very much about motivation. If I'm falling off the wagon, I've just got to hop on to Connect and have a little, have a little nosy around and see how other people are doing. And uh just read some of the comments on people's posts. I'm not really an active active publisher of content on there, but I do just love to to lurk and read those comments and just get that little boost when I need it. For me, I think accountability is really important. And we often hear um, from members around wanting, wanting accountability. And that's often what people get from, uh, you know, attending a physical workshop, a studio workshop in the, you know, that accountability with the coach at the scales. Um, and one of the things that Connect gives me as a member, but also gives me a platform as a coach, um, is that, you know, every day I, I, I post an accountability post, you know, kind of across the four pillars of a program around, you know, how I've beaten with the food, what, how many steps I've done, you know, what, what have I worked on in terms of my mindset, how many hours I've slept. And that just gives me that accountability to my Connect group um, and, you know, and members who follow me. Well, I'm definitely feeling inspired to to drop into a virtual workshop this week. I haven't been to one in ages, actually. Um, and so I think it would be a really good way to sort of kickstart um, the summer to stay accountable. As you say, I think it's a it's a good way to stay on top of things. Shameless plug, Sharon. When are you, when are you on your virtual workshops? Yeah. yeah so I, I run workshops uh, on a Sunday at 11 o'clock and a Monday at half past seven. But, you know, wh- whichever virtual workshop you turned up to, you know, ev- any coach, every coach in WW is amazing and delivers, you know, amazing workshops. So there's, and I think the beauty of the virtual workshops alongside the studio workshops is that ability to, you know, wherever you are, particularly with the summer holidays coming up, Pip, as you say, you know, it's beautiful weather, you know, people are out and about, you can you can pop in, you know, you can, as long as you've got access to, to Wi-Fi, um, you can pop into one of these workshops wherever you are, whatever you're doing, um, you know, so at any point of the day across the seven days of the week. How many people do you usually have in a virtual workshop? 
Yeah, the numbers can vary. Um, you know, because I work on a weekend uh, on a Sunday, it definitely can vary depending on what the weather's like and you know what's going on on a weekend. Um, but on average, uh, for myself, it would be anything between twenty and thirty people uh, a week. Yes. There's certainly some coaches who you know have over forty in their workshops every week. Um, but you know, it, it just depends. Um, and, and for me, it's about that. The numbers are important, but actually, it's the engagement that's really important. The quality. Um, yeah, engagement's really important. It's all about connection, isn't it? All it is. about connection. Yeah. Amazing. Well, we do have a, a bit of a weekly technique to go over with you, Sharon, and we'd love to get your um, point of view from that as a coach. Um, but before we do that, should we do dinner of the week? I think so. I think it's your turn to sing the jingle as well, Pip. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I, I always sing it. We do it to even have a jingle, so insert jingle here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, Jace, what have you been uh, eating this week? Talk to me. Well, I mean, if I'm completely honest, my dinner of the week was on Monday and there was Pizza Hut. But um, Ooh, other other get? pizza brands are available. Um, oh, God, there was also Pizza Express on Friday night as well. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm honest, those are the ones I enjoyed the most. Um, but um, from a sensible, um, more WW-friendly point of view, probably last night, actually, it was a bit of a... Um, a, a whistle stop dinner because um, my wife and I were both quite busy and we had some lean sausages knocking around in the fridge. So um, it was it was sausage baps and salad, which strong. No, it's a strong dinner, isn't it? it? It was like I say, it was a bit last minute and a bit. Oh, I can't be bothered to cook too much, but actually went down really, really well and not particularly pointy either. I think the sausages were two points each. I had three of those and then the bun was maybe I think it was five when I tracked it. And obviously the salad zero. So um, yeah, bit of a winner there. Bit that sounds epic. Win. What sauce do you have on your sausages? Oh, now is this going to be about? This is going to be the chocolate bacon thing again, isn't it? Um, <laughs> no, I'm not suggesting so, you put chocolate sauce on you. I meant like ketchup, mustard, mayo. <laughs> um, so last night was ketchup, but I'm no stranger to brown sauce on a sausage either. It kind of uh, kind of depends on my mood a little bit. I'm probably more brown sauce these days than I used to be but yesterday just felt like a ketchup night what yeah. about you guys Sharon what did you what was your dinner of the week oh every every day is a dinner of the week to be honest Pip um I did I, I just love food uh, I think maybe my um yesterday evening as well was uh shredded uh pork so kind of a pulled pork a sweet Ooh. pulled pork um with some homemade coleslaw and a corn on the cob so that, was oh, that sounds like proper summery barbecue food. Yeah, it was. None of it was made in the barbecue, but it certainly had that vibe. That vibe. Was it, um, was it slow cooked pork? Was it wasn't. It was. Pork? It's the one that just do in the microwave. Uh, Tesco's own. Um, ah, other, nice. other brands available, no doubt. But yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just an easy one um, to have. Um, and what we, what I love about it is my son really enjoys it too. So oh, share with my son. Nice. Pip, what was yours? Um, I had a, I had a good, um, sort of ready meal, I guess you could say, um, but super, super fresh. Um, so when was it? I think it was Monday. Um, I saw it in M&S, um, good old M&S, love it. Don't regularly shop at M&S to be fair. I only pop in for treats really, but, um, I saw this, um, meal for two. It's, I think it's called a 10 minute meal for two. Um, and it was in the fresh veg section. Um, and then, you know, they've got all those, got all your fresh veg, but then they've got all the bits that are prepared for you. So like all your chopped up 
veg and mm. um, like stir fry veg and stuff all in little packets ready to go. So you don't have to do any chopping. Um, and then below that, I think they're new because I hadn't seen them before. They had like three or four 10 minute meals for two of all fresh ingredients, all prepped and cooked and ready to go. Um, and this one was a Moroccan um, butternut squash and sort of bulgur wheat thing. I don't really know. Was it? Was it? It wasn't really like a risotto. It was basically you had a little a tagine section type for, thing or something. Kind like of that. a tagine, yeah. You had a little a little section that was uh, bulgur wheat and quinoa, which are my zero foods, um, and then loads of veggie um butternut squash which is obviously a massive zero food um on ww like peppers courgettes red onions and then it had this gorgeous moroccany tomatoey sauce um and then it also had a little pot of um za'atar i think that's how you say it little, oh, yeah. and quite a sort of spicy herby sauce and a little minty yogurt and you basically put it all in one pan and throw it together and it was exactly what i needed um because we just got back from um, holiday and weddings and like have barely been at home at all so when I needed to have some food and I did not know what to cook I saw that and it was absolutely perfect because you just chuck it all in one pot and it's done in 10 minutes and it was all of my zero point foods so it was great the sauces would have been a couple of extra but um it was just exactly what I needed to be able to whip up without having to make any decisions or think about it um so I will def I would definitely do that again it's quite a good one to have in the house um for emergencies when you can't be bothered mm. to cook which uh, happens quite a lot and that's interesting actually because we've all gone this week with something quick and easy and a bit last yeah. minute and just goes to show that you don't you don't have to spend hours cooking to get a, a healthy low point dinner you can just whack a couple of sausages in a pan or go to M&S and get your bulgur wheat in yeah exactly exactly there's always something you can have in that's that's good to go. Um, VW Specs oh, for real life. Very. A bit of brand message um, in there, why not? I was going to say, but that might really nicely leads us on to the weekly technique. Well, I was um, thinking, I thought it was perfect. Yeah, that was a that's Almost like we planned this, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, Sharon, do you want to do the honours and take us through the weekly technique and... Um, sort of maybe explain it a little bit as if you would um in a workshop yeah no problem thanks Viv. well you know as we know we've been looking in um the whole month of june over the theme about dropping an anchor and this is this has been a really interesting uh theme for june which is we've explored so many go-to strategies to help us stay on track whatever the situation i think that's that's what's been what key because we know that in life things happen setbacks come you know hurdles get put in our way so you know the, the dropping the anchor's really given us um some go-to strategies and this week's technique is all around finding our go-to foods just like we've been describing there those things you know you as you said there people you've just come back from holiday you know hardly been in the house um and you know needed to lean in to foods that was quick and easy because when we find our go-to foods it helps serve as an anchor in many situations and particularly this time of year we often hear members tell us that you know summer is difficult when it comes to staying on track lots of summer gatherings summer parties maybe holidays weekends away or just you know longer days and longer evenings in the garden and what what go-to foods reduces it reduces the need for the in the moment decision making and if we think about um you know 
in the moment decision making, one of the real challenges we we face when we're in the moment decision making is we're not just dis- making decisions with our with you know with a very clear mind. We're often in a hot state of mind. We're often you know very stressed. You know maybe tired. Lots of things whirring around our brains. So you know anything that we can do to reduce our in the moment decision making, particularly over this summer, is going to help us stay on track. So go-to foods, when we think about them, are the foods we enjoy. We always have them on hand. So like, as you said, Jason, those sausages in that, you know, in the fridge. Emergency the bud- sausages. <laughs> the budget-friendly. Um, and they're easily fit in with our regular eating patterns. And I think that's what's important. So, you know, Pip and Jason, when it comes to, can you think of an occasion you've got coming up where, you know, having a, a plan in place would be really useful for yourselves? Is there something that you've got coming yes. up? <laughs> I'm moving house this weekend and I'm like, my head is all over the place. So um, yes, I'm definitely going to need to sort of plan to have some um, good meals at the ready or, you know, I was more thinking like along the snack line because I feel like when moving house sort of after a quick, quick fix of energy or something. So I was thinking about what snacks I could have in that aren't, you know, just a packet of crisps or a chocolate bar or something like that. Um but actually you're you're making me think more about like my whole day and like my meals throughout the day if and when we have a meal but just i guess having the right foods in for that yeah. um and what so could what, what could those go to foods be so you've said some kind of snacks there yeah. and, and i'm guessing we you know we're thinking of maybe those foods that are going to give us that energy you know if we, if we yeah. are moving house we're going to be i'm guessing there's maybe quite a bit of stress going on potentially and yeah. a lot of energy <laughs> energy used, you know, being yeah. life event moving house. So what could some of those go-to foods be for you, Pip? Um, so we usually have quite a lot of fruit in, but snack-wise, um, rice cakes are on my shopping list. Um, yogurts, I eat a lot of carrots. I love a carrot. Um, but I was also thinking that a good hearty breakfast is going to be needed. Right. Um, we're going to be up super early for the delivery guy. So um, probably whip up some some scrambled eggs and smoked salmon. That's my favorite breakfast these days. And are either um, of those on your zero point food list? Um, yep, yep. Eggs are. Um, so I'll definitely be having eggs. Um, what else? Porridge. That's a good one. Yeah. Anywhere where we can leverage our zero point foods in this go to foods is is gonna, you know, make it a, a bit easier to make sure that they're budget friendly. So when we, you know, particularly if we are going to parties or, you know, or, or on holiday or weekends away, um, we want to be able to still have some indulgent food whilst making sure we stay on track as well. So so I'm yeah. liking your shopping list, Pip. There's some good things there that I reckon we could get get us through that day. Um, yeah. if moving house, boy, what a way to spend a weekend! <laughs> I know, I know, it's going to be so long, but it'll be worth it. You'll it will be worth it. Activity points at the end of it. <laughs> Absolutely. True. Make sure you've got that a uh, uh, tracking device on, Pip. Yeah, true. <laughs> and Jess, what about you? Uh, yeah, much the same actually. Um, I've got. Well, I'm not moving house, but um, the long talked about overnight go kart race is coming up this Saturday. So um, it's nine pm oh, to nine am. So. I'm going to have to actually be really sensible about what I eat and what I reach for for that because it's that you're in the you're in the seat of the go kart for an hour and a half at a time and 
the first the first stint's going to be like nine o'clock at the night and then there'll be one in the middle of the night sort of two three four o'clock in the morning depending on how we work it out and then maybe another one at sort of seven o'clock the following morning and for each of those going to need some energy so um I'm thinking about eggs in particular. They are absolutely my anchor food, my go-to food. I hadn't really realized they were actually until I started thinking about this technique preparing for today. So yeah, 100% eggs, good good source of energy, um, good source of protein as well, um, and just incredibly versatile and always on hand. So um, my parents have a motorhome, which is super handy, and uh, my dad's bringing that along. So we're actually going to have cooking facilities this time, whereas the last couple of years I've done it, it's been take whatever you can to hand um so yeah i'm gonna have uh, some hard-boiled eggs on standby for that i'm gonna have a um I'll, I'll make a chicken pasta meal um to take along with me for my dinner that evening as well and just yeah bananas i think as well and a, a banana before a, a race stint's always a good idea to keep those energy levels up um and like like pip i want to try and avoid the chocolate bar before the race because that'll be a great energy spike for the first half hour and then i'll crash um yeah. and hopefully not literally crash um but yeah uh, and crisps as well i'm terrible for crisps i can quite easily eat a family bag of crisps without even noticing i'm doing it so avoiding those hopefully as well but um but like 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 you say it's about planning isn't it it's about having that on hand and making sure i've got that as a go-to and just having a word with myself before i do go and accidentally buy a mars bar from the cafe <laughs> sounds as if both of you have got you know your kind of go-to foods planned and those strategies to you know to keep us on track when we are you know moving house up all night doing go-karting you know and reducing that in the moment decision making because that's when we know uh, as ww members it can it, it can really take us off a track or go onto a track that we don't want to be on for so, sure look forward to hearing how your weekends go yeah well yeah, definitely really definitely we'll definitely report back next time won't we pip yeah. Yes, but I'm feeling more optimistic already, knowing I can uh, get those anchor foods in to support me and then I'll be good to go. I'll be running like a Duracell bunny all weekend. Go, go, go. You will. And you'll avoid those, those peaks of energy and those crashes of energy as well. Yeah, totally. Um, cool. So that's going to be such a useful technique to, to carry through the summer, I think, because everyone's you know, got weekend plans, big barbecues, um, holidays, festivals all sorts um, that are going on. So that's going to be a really, really useful technique for people to bring forward for sure. What summer plans have you got, Jace? You've got um, lots going on in your household, I hear. Yeah, so um, I think I've mentioned a couple of times that we've been working on our garden. So continuing to work on the garden and um, that's, uh, I've had five bags of, five big bulk bags of gravel delivered yesterday, managed to empty one of those last night. So getting my activity points up there. So yeah, really, really working hard on the garden. Um, and uh, oh, like cat catastrophe last night, right? I don't want to shock you too much, but my wheelbarrow got a puncture. It's a disaster. Oh, no. Without a wheelbarrow, I'm I'm a man <laughs> with a shovel. So, um, but Amazon Prime is coming to my rescue and bringing me one tomorrow. So, um, um, so that's all good. But I've also got family coming to stay as well. Um, my my brother who does listen long to this, hi Gal, um, lives in Canada, and they're coming to stay, and it'll be the first time we've seen our niece, who is fifteen, in about must be two and a half years now. So, um, yeah, it'll be it's going to be just lovely, and they're staying with us um, on and off for about three weeks. It's going to be wonderful to see them. So, um, do you think that will uh, impact your routine much having having more people in the house? Do you think that's going to oh, absolutely? Change? 
absolutely yeah. and, and obviously yeah. we'll be catering for for six people yeah. instead of um three so yeah it's going to be a challenge and, and um i was thinking actually while we were talking about anchor foods how we can satisfy everybody food wise but um but, but still be relatively sensible so i think it's going to be things like the slow cooker dinners we do anyway the big the big turkey mince bolognese and chilies and and meatballs that kind of thing that i do in the slow cooker just times two and um and fingers crossed for nice weather barbecues i, I love a chicken on a barbecue tend to do a whole chicken yeah. spatchcock it so take its spine out squish it out flat give it 45 minutes in the oven finish it on the barbecue and that's like, super low points again um so yeah definitely gonna be thinking about my technique for eating while they're over as well but obviously there's going to be a little bit of a few cheat days in there as well why not a few ravioli days a few ravioli days absolutely bring them back. <laughs> of course of course what about you Pip? Can't been... go three weeks without that yeah true enough so you've been on all your holidays pip so tell us about that and then what you've got coming up to yeah i've had all my uh all my summer holidays um which is quite sad really because it's it's not even july well it is it's only just july now so um yeah, I'm a bit bit sad that it's all going to be all going to be over um, before the summers really began. But I ha- I did have a, an amazing couple of weeks off. I had some time in Cornwall, some time in Mallorca, um, and then we were at a wedding as well. So it has been really full on for the last few weeks actually. And now we're moving house. This has been such a busy month. So I'm actually really looking forward to a much calmer July and August where um, you know we can settle into the new home and get back into a routine and get some structure in our lives and just you know work on the regular proceedings of life really and just sort of get back to a bit of normality and and a slower pace um, and hopefully enjoy some really lovely weather um, but yeah it was a, it was a lovely few weeks um, super super relaxing it all ended really stressful um because of all the travel delays that are happening and oh the airports at the moment are just awful so i i really do feel for for anybody that's had holidays cancelled or flights cancelled because we had tons of delays we had cancelled flights and it is just so like it's so stressful it's so disruptive and um it's just no fun at all so um i really hope everyone has a lovely summer in whatever way that they can and hope that any flights don't get cancelled. My top tip, uh, having been through this in the last couple of weeks, if anyone is travelling abroad uh, and packing hold luggage, bring your essentials in your cabin bags because so many people lost their suitcases. For us, it was on our way back to the UK, so it wasn't the end of the world that we, we didn't have our stuff for three days. But I know it's happened to lots of people going out as well. So people get to you know their lovely 35 degree holidays and are only in the jeans and t-shirt that they wore on the plane. So Bring your swimsuit in your hand luggage is my advice <laughs> because otherwise you don't know how long you might not have it for. Um, but yeah, there are tons, tons of delays at the moment, which I know everyone is familiar with. But Great piece of advice um, though. Yeah, honestly, it was traumatizing. Um, but yeah, looking forward to getting back into, into it. Yeah, for sure. Sharon, what are you up to this summer? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, so we haven't got any holidays planned Um Partly because my 17-year-old son is going to two festivals this this year. So he's going um, to the Tramlines Festival in Sheffield and then he's going to Leeds Festival. So it's his, his first two festivals um, without us. 
So that's I think I don't want to be away when he's when he's there. I just need to be on hand. But one of the things that we love as a as a family, well, particularly myself and my son, uh, is football. So the football season starts again in the summer. So the 31st of uh, July is our football season starting again. And that's what we we love in our home, travelling up and down England, supporting our football team. So I'll be visiting lots and lots of different towns and cities as part of my football uh, journeys. And who do you support? I support Sunderland Football Club. I I I know them well, and well, I don't know them well, but I know that they beat my local football club, whose stadium is round the corner from my house, Wickham Wanderers. Ah, yes, um, I've been to Wickham many a times, Jason. Oh, I'm just, like, <laughs> literally just round the corner from that. People park outside my house on match day, so um, next time you next time you're down, da- well, you won't be down, will you? Won't be because we got promoted. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. But yeah, I can I can hear the stadium when there's a match on from my house, so I get to hear when it's going well, and I get to hear when it's going badly as well. I don't, need to, uh, I don't need to look up the score. But one of the things about football is um, one of the, the people who I met through WW when I was a coach, well, obviously when you know I'm still a coach from my coach days, and who's you know a member who's now become a, a best friend with me, Claire. Um, we you know we, we actually got the football together now. So uh, Claire and I we do WW together, um, and we uh, share a love of football together as well. So it's lovely um, that we you know we, when we know the kind of. When it comes to think, doing things, we are much better together, whether that is, you know, WW or whether that is, you know, going to football and celebrating or commiserating, which is often the case of my football team. Well, hardly. You're speaking to the you're speaking to the person <laughs> that you beat into second place last year. So <laughs> Yeah. I want to see if any of my friends are listening to this, they'll laugh at me talking about football. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> But you mentioned um, no being better together with um, with your friend Claire there. So and and, and that's a great um, that's a great aspect of WW actually the community feel and and the support across everything and um, and let's not forget the invite a friend offer that we have um, that we have going as well. So yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, it's I, I'm I'm sure there's a statistic somewhere and I'm plucking it out of the air. I can't remember what it was, but th- there's a definite impact if you're doing WW or or any weight loss journey with a friend. There's definite impact on the success level you have if you bring a friend along with you. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, the offer we've got on at the moment, Pip, you might have to help me out on this one. So uh, you, if you invite a friend to join WW, um, they get three months free and you also get a month free. Um, so it is well worth getting someone involved with your WW journey. And as yeah, as you say, um, you're right, I can't remember exactly what the stat is, but you definitely are more likely to succeed if you are doing it with somebody. Um, and I mean, that's part of the beauty of the workshops as well, is that you can make these connections and, um, you know, you're accountable to more people and you can discuss your progress and get motivated. So um, all of that you can also find on Connect. And there is a ton of support coming up over the summer um, because we know summer is a really tough time for people to stay on track. So we have a huge um, summer sort of festival of wellness and support going on in Connect where everybody can get involved. Um, And there's just tons of dedicated content on recipes and hacks and cook-alongs and, um, you know, themed outdoor eating plans and how to self-cater and just tons of ways that people can stay active um, with your family. And there'll be lots of App Academy sessions to help as well. Um, Sharon, have I missed anything? There's probably tons. I think it's just going to be a real supportive time over that summer festival. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's... 
Um, we just want to provide as much support and content as po we possibly can um, because we know it can be tough. But actually, we know those of us who stick with it throughout summer, you know, smile even bigger by the time it comes to Christmas. Yeah, I love that. For sure. Yeah, so members can really succeed and just love love their summer really that's what yeah. we want isn't it yeah. that's it summer's the time when the sun's out we can have barbecues we can meet up with people this year again and mm. and it's just so much so much about enjoying yourself but um yeah i think one of the things that i've loved um you know starting to see over connect in connect this last few weeks is people feeling much more body confident this summer you know, sharing how maybe from last summer they didn't feel as confident, but they are feeling, you know, more confident this summer. And that isn't about being, you know, at a goal weight or anything. It's about being, you know, about loving our bodies and loving, you know, where we are on our journeys. And again, I think that, you know, this, this summer wellness festival, it's about, you know, how do we plan to love, you know, our summers um, and therefore ourselves in that as well. So it's really yeah. important. Yeah, you're right. It is so nice to see, actually. It's really refreshing to see so many people just really embrace themselves and it's sort of like a realization that you're not striving for a different body you're striving for health and um to be happy and to improve your mental state and that it's just diff totally different priorities isn't it it's yeah. it's it's a really new way of, of thinking and people are really starting to embrace that approach which is just amazing to see and um people are just so much happier for it which is which is amazing Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Sharon. It's been so, so good to talk to you. Um, I'm definitely going to be popping into your virtual workshop next weekend. Um, once I've moved house, that's definitely going to help me settle and reprioritize and get my routine up and running again. You'll be very welcome on the Sunday morning. Thank you. Ah, I can't wait. And, it, and if you happen to run one at three o'clock this Sunday morning, um, I'll probably be up. And I'll probably Unfortunately, be that won't be the case. No, just be the, just be the two of us knocking around <laughs> on Zoom at three o'clock in the morning. But no, Sharon, it's been absolutely wonderful to talk to you. Thank you so much. You've been so inspiring. Thank um, you for having me. It's been an oh, absolute absolutely. pleasure. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll join you again in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks, Pip. Thank you. See you soon, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.